Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Bolin. Let's get started. Hey friend, how are you doing? Today, I want to talk about how to practice saying no and how to defend your calendar. Sometimes that no is to someone outside of you and sometimes that no is to you yourself as the business owner. And as you're building your business, there are so many things that are vying for your attention from what is happening in your personal life to all the things that you need to get done in your business. And the most important thing for you in the beginning stages is to make sure that you're keeping the main thing, the main thing. And you do that by saying no and protecting your time and energy because when When you say yes to one thing, you're indirectly saying no to another. If you say yes to a night out with girlfriends, you have to ask yourself, what is the trade-off? What are you indirectly saying no to? Because where your focus goes, your energy flows and results will show. And it is easy to say that you're going to work on your business every Monday and Tuesday night from 6 to 8 p.m. But when the invite to, let's say, I know I'm using the example of a girl's dinner comes across via text or a phone call, then what do you ultimately do? decide. Do you defend and protect that time that you've blocked out or do you find yourself wanting to procrastinate? And again, in this episode, it's not to say that your decisions are right or wrong. The goal is to simply bring awareness to the decisions that you're making so that you can make intentional decisions knowing what the trade-offs are with the time that you are spending in what you're saying yes to and then indirectly saying no to and what you're saying no to so that you can say yes to other things in life. And so I'm going to talk about a few of the reasons why, you know, we don't say no or why it might be challenging, what happens when we don't say no, what to start, um, where to start and what to expect when you start practicing this. And then I've got a final note for you as well. Let's talk about the reasons why we don't say no when we should or need to say no, right? And there are multiple reasons why we don't say no, especially when we know that we need to in order to achieve our goals and protect and defend our calendar. So there are multiple reasons, but I'm going to share a few of those with you today that I think that I have found not only experience with myself, but have seen clients and others around me experience this as well. So one of the reasons why we may not say no when we know we need to is that we're not clear on why we're saying no. And this really requires us to get clear on what is most important to us in our life right now. What is the most important thing for you in this season of life? What is your priority? Notice I didn't say priorities because it's actually priority, right? And especially in the beginning stages of building a business, it can feel as if there are so many priorities and we don't know which one to focus on first, right? But we have to ask ourselves, what is our priority? Is it our family right now? Is it our health? Is it our business? What is it for you in your life, in this season of life, that is your main priority? What is that main thing? Because when you're clear on it and you know the why, it'll be much easier to keep the main thing the main thing. If it is your health, it'll be much easier for you to say no when you go out to dinner and the server asks you if you want dessert because you'll already know ahead of time your why of saying no and be able to stand in that moment of power and politely decline. If you are in the season where your business is your priority 
and you know that and you know the why, it'll be much easier to defend your calendar and the time that you've scheduled to work on your business rather than saying yes to that potential girl's night or rather than saying yes to something else outside of it, right? Another reason that is pretty common as to why we don't exercise the word no when we know we need to is the fear of disappointing the other person who's asking us to do something, engage with them, right? And this is something that is pretty common. I know this all too well uh, as a recovering people pleaser, um, is that this reason is super common. And again, I've struggled with it for a bit of time as well. And if you're someone who is a people pleaser, you may find yourself not saying no out of fear of disappointing the other person. On the flip side... If you gain pleasure from saying yes to someone, but it is costing you what you really want in life, then you'll want to examine what the real reason is why you are saying yes. And for example, I used to say yes to everything because I wanted to be that person that was everywhere. And it was coming from a place of ego and not because that is truly what I wanted. And that's really important to take a look at that and unpack it and ask yourself, why am I saying yes? Where is this coming from, right? And the fear of disappointing other people is completely natural, which I'm going to talk about in some of the things and how you get started and what that process actually looks like so that you know that ultimately you're not disappointing that person. You're simply just not meeting that other person's expectations, but you also have to make the decisions in your life and protect the time and energy that you have in order to achieve the goals that you want. And to make this transition, it requires a bit of an identity shift, which I'm going to get into in just a moment. The last one that I have for you today, the reason why we don't say no when we know we need to is FOMO, the fear of missing out. On the flip side, you may have seen that people say JOMO, the joy of missing out, right? But so the fear of missing out, because when we say no to a party or maybe a work opportunity or we turn down a client because it's not a good fit or we turn down a big partnership opportunity that would be amazing, but it's just not quite the fit, you know, we experience this fear of missing out and then it can turn easily into the scarcity mindset, are they going to ask me again to this party? Are they going to ask me, you know, in the future for to do a partnership? But I will tell you that in order to achieve your goals and dreams, the missing out piece is part of the equation. But the good news is, is that we don't, you don't have to look at it as missing out because what you're actually doing is making room for the other things to come into your life, to come into the space and energy that you're creating because you, there's never a shortage of opportunities, of content to consume, of things to say yes to. What it really comes down to is identifying what is your priority, what is your why, and then do everything you can to protect and defend that time and energy and space in order for you to achieve those goals and to keep the main thing the main thing, right? So again, the three high like main things that I see is that the reason why we don't say no when we know we need to is because we're not clear on why we're actually saying no or like why we want to say no or why we would say no. And we have this fear of disappointing other people and we have this fear of missing out. But once you understand how to move through those things, you can then begin to overcome that fear of disappointing and that FOMO, right? Because on the flip side, our brains are wired to either gain pleasure or to avoid pain. And I think that it's important to look at 
the the other side of the coin that you know what happens when we do say yes to all the things that aren't necessarily having a direct impact on the things that we want to achieve and the life that we want to build. And I've seen this happen with other people, and I've also experienced this with myself, is that when we don't say no, we can start to spin out. It's easy to get overwhelmed, and we start to think that you know everyone is taking our time away from us. But the reality is, is that we are the ones that are in control of who and what we give our time to, and it's up to us to protect that and practice boundaries and one of those is practicing saying no with love and kindness and graciousness right it doesn't have to be a no I don't want to do this it doesn't have to be drama it doesn't have to be saga it can be a simply no thank you not at this time you know that really sounds great but I'm gonna have to politely decline right again if we don't say no we start to get resentful life can easily get chaotic because we find ourselves spread too thin on all the things and then we come up for a little bit of air and realize that we're doing all these things that actually has they have no direct impact on moving our priority forward whatever it is for you in the season of life and it leads to burnout because we're overextending ourselves. And then we start to blame others for why we're not reaching our goals. And ultimately, it's really about us and our ability to protect and defend our time and energy because no one else will protect or defend our calendars or time or energy or goals for us. We must do that. So I want to give you a couple things on like where to start and what to expect as you start practicing defending your calendar and start practicing saying no, right? Um, Because if you're not used to saying no, it can feel very imposterous. Like you shouldn't be saying no and how dare of you to say no. And what honestly is happening is that your mind has simply just been wired to not say no for a bit of time. And feeling like an imposter is completely normal anytime you start to change habits. Who you are, anytime you do something different that you've never done before. And we've all felt imposter syndrome, whether it be at a party we show up to that we start having this thought dialogue that we shouldn't be there. Um, Maybe it's buying a luxury handbag or a luxury car and thinking, oh my gosh, like, you know, this isn't me, like I shouldn't be doing this. And our brain kind of freaks out, right? It feels that imposterous. Maybe we start dressing differently and we start getting ready in the mornings where it's before we wouldn't, right? All of that is normal to feel imposterous. And even more importantly, listening to this podcast, you are either thinking of starting a business or you have started a business and you are in this phase that your brain is freaking out and is telling you like, what the heck do you think you're doing um, starting this business? Like, do you really think that you can do this? Like, this feels so weird. I feel like I'm an imposter, right? That is normal, friend. It is normal to feel like an imposter. If you feel like an imposter, I want to tell you that's a good sign because that means you're growing. That means you're getting uncomfortable. And the whole thing, the name of the game is being comfortable, (laughs) uncomfortably, uncomfortably comfortable, getting used to that, right? And I think that is such a win and something to really celebrate because that means that you're growing. And over time, as you begin to practice say no over time as you begin to practice wearing the hat or the thought of I'm a business owner over time as you begin to continually dress up every day it's going to feel normal and that's going to normalize and that's all we're doing it's the transition from where you were before to where you're going is that imposterous feeling and that just simply means you're growing it doesn't mean stop 
Okay. So I want you to know that, that if it feels weird at the first, you know, few times that you try to practice the, the practicing saying, no, don't stop. It just means that you're changing. That just means that you're growing and you're taking on this new identity. And so the other thing is, is that when you're considering saying yes to something, when you know that you, you need to say no, and sometimes this can happen, right? Like someone asks us to a party, if someone asks us to do something, we really don't want to say yes. Um, or yeah, we really don't want to say yes. And we know we need to say no, but we kind of find ourselves like, oh, I feel bad if I don't say yes. Right. Always do your best to make decisions ahead of time and not in the moment. Otherwise, your brain will emotionally hijack you. But even when you're in that moment, your brain will still try to get you to do something you don't want to do because our brains are wired for pleasure and our brains are wired for what has been done in the past because it likes to keep us safe right? It wants to default to what we've done in the past. And this is a little insert for Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, is so good because he talks about how your brain, what wires, what fires together, wires together, and you basically create these neural pathways that then build these habits. And he talks about how to break these habits. And it's such an amazing book. I highly, highly recommend picking that book up. And it's just, it's so fantastic. So let's say, for example, you want to lose weight and you're going out to dinner. You decide ahead of time that you're not going to order dessert, but then the waiter comes over to your table and asks you if you want dessert. In that moment, even though you prepared and made the decision ahead of time, you this is your opportunity to start practicing no thank you and saying no. Um, your brain will pause and want you to say yes, right? Because that's what it's done in the past. But what I want you to do is to use this as an opportunity to remind yourself of your why and think of the benefit and what you gain by saying no. Not because you're going to lose or miss out on the dessert, but by saying no to the, the dessert, think about what it is that you're gaining. By saying no to a girl's dinner and instead working on your business, what are you gaining? So often we think about what we're missing out on. It's important to really consider what is the gain that I'm getting out of this? What am I benefiting from? It is no secret, like an example, I, I love to go to bed early. I love to wake up early. And most of my friends know this. And so when I'm with them on the weekends, I'm usually the first one that will leave. And at first this was really hard because I didn't want to, again, miss out on the fun. But then I considered, you know, what's the cost of me staying longer? And I realized that it just wasn't worth it to me. That missing out on the tail end of the evening was okay because the benefit of waking up and feeling good in the morning mattered more. So it's really important to do this work ahead of time so that your brain knows, why am I doing this? Getting clear on the priority. What am I gaining? What is the benefit? And the last piece is start small. Start practicing by using easy, low-risk situations in which practicing saying no can be easy. This is going to help you build up your muscle because maybe the thing is, is that anytime we're practicing, anytime we're trying something new, we want to start small so we can create those wins. Because over time, as you begin to create those little wins, they're going to continue snowballing into bigger wins, right? And we want to set ourselves up for success. So this might look like maybe there is an email in your inbox of someone wanting to partner with you and you know that it's just not the right fit and you want to say no, but there's this like FOMO that's coming in. Oh my gosh, I need to take advantage of this. What you can do is open up your inbox and can you politely decline, right? Take that easy no and practice it in that moment. Like identify where can you just politely say no at this time in your life and just start small. Again, maybe you're out to dinner and the waiter asks if you want dessert. No, thank you. Not tonight. Maybe there's a direct message in your Instagram account and it's someone who wants to wants you to try their new software. Instead of avoiding them, can you politely say can you politely say, you know, 
thanks so much, but I'm going to pass it this time. No, thank you. Again, find ways to create those small wins to help build up your muscles so that you protect and defend what is on your calendar and what is most important to you. And again, it's not going to be perfect. So in the moment when maybe you say yes to something and you really wanted to say no, do not beat yourself up about it. Go back to that moment, create, be really curious. Like, what was I thinking? You know, what went wrong? What could I have done differently? And be really kind to yourself so that you can practice next time. Okay. Final note, be prepared to be uncomfortable and be prepared to disappoint others, but know that their disappointment has nothing to do with you. Only their expectations of you and when you didn't meet them. And it's okay. It's not your job to meet the expectations of others, only the ones that you have set for yourself. And this is really key because you no longer then make decisions based on how you think the other person is going to react. And instead you make decisions based on what you truly want and your goals. And there you have it. I would love, love, love if you enjoyed today's episode. Please share it on Instagram. Tag us at she did it her way. Send me a DM. Until next time, keep doing it your way. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to she did it her way podcast.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes and more information all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review, letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.